You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Yankees reporter, Brian Hoke. Brian, the Yankees still hanging around. Three and a half out of the wild card as we record this on Wednesday afternoon. They're a half game back of the Royals, and maybe that's the key. You have to hop each of those teams ahead of you, and right now there's a little too many teams ahead of the Yankees. But a win to wrap up their series with the Royals, and they will have hopped over Kansas City in the wild card race. But uh, uh, Tuesday night was a game that could have gotten away from this Yankees team, and they managed to somehow pull it out and win it. And those are the games that you got to get. Uh, Tanaka could only go five innings because of the weather, but here they go in the extra innings. They get a big hit from uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, and then, like I said, they win a game that they didn't necessarily look like they were going to be able to, and that's one that you kind of put a check mark next to on the calendar. No, yeah, I mean, they, for, they tried really hard to, to give that one away. Uh, you know, so many opportunities. <laughs> I was trying to be more optimistic than that, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, they, they had so many opportunities with runners in scoring position. Uh, you, you bring in Ben Heller to try and lock down the save, and then third uh, major league appearance, you wind up calling on Chase and Tree, who was on a flight from Buffalo earlier in the morning. Um, that's one of those games that you look back and say, I don't, I don't know how they won it, but obviously that's one they they needed very badly to win. And uh, so yeah, you put that in the win column and you move on. But yeah, as far as the, the wild card chase goes. Look, yeah, they've got so many teams to jump here, and I, I think the odds are against it. But the good news is they play all the teams that are ahead of them. Uh, they're, they're pretty much in the division the rest of the way here. After they get done with Kansas City, I, I know they've got three with the Dodgers. But other than that, um, it's pretty much AL East the whole rest of the way. It's going to be a challenge for them. Um, the only team under 500 they play the rest of the way, I believe, is Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay's played them tough this year. They're 6-6 six and six against the Rays this year. But... Uh, look, it's ahead of them. They can still control some of their own destiny here. And, and look, if they keep winning games and winning series, uh, they can make this very interesting down into late September. You mentioned Chase and Shreve and, and a neat story. Talk about getting, getting called upon at the last minute. He gets in and, and to be thrown into a situation, bases loaded one out, and he gets the strikeout and the flyout to end it. First career save as well for Chase and Shreve. And here's a guy who I think the Yankees thought coming into the year was going to be much more of a contributor, but he certainly contributed on Tuesday. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's been a tough year for Shreve. I, I remember in spring training, uh, he pitched the equivalent of a no-hitter. He, he retired 27 straight guys. So uh, it, it just looked like a guy that the Yankees were going to be able to count on in a big way in the bullpen. It didn't work out that way. And uh, you know, he's been saying he, he just needs something to get him back on track, something that he can kind of pivot off and, and go forward. And, and maybe an appearance like that is, is one. Uh, that, that is a very tough spot. You come in, bases loaded, one out. you got to get out Kendrick Morales, strikes him out on three pitches, and then Sal Perez, who, who hits lefties very well, and he hits a bullet to center field, but Jacoby Ellsbury is there, and that's the final out. So the Yankees shake hands. Jason Shreve gets his first career save. He said it was unexpected, and I'm sure it was. Uh, like I said, he had a connecting flight from Buffalo. He was in Detroit at one point. Um, apparently there's no direct flight from Buffalo to Kansas City, but he got there, and he was the right man at the right time. All right, now we need to talk about the story with the Yankees that continues to be the story, and that's obviously Gary Sanchez, uh, American League Player of the Week for last week, fastest ever to 11 home runs in Major League history. That's kind of a remarkable stat. Um, 
So we know all about the power, Brian, but how about the defense? Because Mike Petriello had an interesting article. He's our main you know, stat cast guru here at MLB.com. Um, in a brief sample size here this season, obviously as far as starts go for Sanchez, he has five of the ten hardest throws to second base by a catcher the whole season. So you take all of the catchers in baseball and their throws down to second on runners trying to steal, and he already has five of the ten hardest throws. I know... Most people knew he had a good arm, but I don't know if we realize how strong an arm. No, it's been phenomenal. And uh, as good as the offense has been, and it has been good, uh, I mean, this guy is basically Barry Bonds 2001 uh, over a short sample size. Um, The Yankees are really thrilled with his defense and how that's come along and the throwing. You see that rocking arm, and it's accurate, it's strong. I know that there's been a couple ones that have gotten away, but uh, for the most part, uh, you're seeing something very special here. And, and the real thing with Sanchez to think about is the arm's always been strong, but there were questions about four or five years ago if this guy could really be a catcher. There were people in the organization who looked at him and said, nah, I don't know. And there was a situation where they sat him down and they said, hey, do you want to be a catcher? And he said, yes. And they said, well, if so, then here are the things you're going to have to work on. And it was a fairly long list, and he really has committed to it. It's a work ethic that uh, – has really impressed the team. Um, remember, this is a guy that the Yankees signed at age 16. They gave him $3 million out of the Dominican Republic. So he literally has grown up in the Yankee organization. Uh, he's gone to school to become a catcher, and, and you're seeing pretty much a finished product right now. And uh, the Yankees raving about it. CC Sabathia was saying that he's really impressed. He can't remember another rookie who's come out there with that kind of confidence, who, who goes out to the mound and really takes charge. And, and you're seeing a guy – working with veteran pitchers, older guys who have been around the league, and, and Sanchez goes out there with no fear. He, he acts like a five-year veteran when he goes out to the mound. He, he tells the pitcher what to do. And Sabathia was saying if Sanchez puts down something, he just goes along with it. Uh, there is no doubt there There's, that Sanchez has done his homework, and there is a trust that is developing and will continue to do with, with the rest of the Yankee pitching staff. If you were to guess before they were called up which Yankee youngster would be the one to hit 11 home runs so quickly, you probably wouldn't have gone with Gary Sanchez. It would have been Aaron Judge, and that's been a little bit of a different story. Obviously, he homered in his first two games and then a big drought, but he hit one on Tuesday. Uh, He was 2-for-28 heading into that game. Um, Has it just been the adjustments? I mean, every player obviously has to adjust when they get to the major leagues, when they face that major league pitching for the first time. Is that what he's doing now? I think Sanchez has made it too easy. <laughs> That's a bar too high for uh, for the rest of the guys. Yeah, no, there are there are going to be adjustments for any rookie who comes up to the uh, the big leagues, and uh, this is something that Judge did earlier this year at AAA as well. Uh, he went into a slump early in the year and came out of it. I think that he needs the reps, and the Yankees have given him the opportunity to do that. They've they've said that he's going to be the starting right fielder down the stretch, and they, they've held true to that. They they've rode out the slump here and yeah the two for 28 and he answers that with a two-run homer to start the game uh, in his first at bat last night uh but you're going to see this with Aaron Judge uh the strikeouts are just going to be part of the equation I think that he's not going to strike out at a 47 percent rate like he had been going into yesterday's game but uh there's the guy who's gonna he's gonna grip and rip it he's gonna take big swings but he's also got a disciplined approach uh, he was talking about the, the three strikeout game on Monday um he, he probably had about Two pitches to hit, he said, he, when he went back to the hotel and kind of thought about it. Uh, there were two pitches to hit, and it's not like he, he swung and missed at them. He took those pitches. So 
I think you're seeing a guy who is working on a plate recognition. He's, he's going to start guessing right the more pitches he sees. Um, you know, in, in a breaking ball count, if he thinks fastball, he's going to start getting those fastballs. Uh, I, I think it's going to even out for him, but uh, you're always going to see strikeouts from uh, Aaron Judge. I think that uh, he, as he stays up here more and gets more reps in big league games, he's going to get more consistent, and uh, you're going to see that batting average climb, and you're going to see more balls going out of the ballpark. The Yankees and Pirates completed the Ivan Nova deal. Uh, the Yankees announcing on Tuesday the, the rest of that deal. They get Tito Polo, a left hand, uh, an outfielder, and Stephen Tarpley, a left-handed pitcher from the Pirates. And those guys, I believe both of them were at the bottom end of Pittsburgh's top 30 prospects, according to MLBPipeline.com. So a little more organizational depth into a system that we've, we've realized now is, is about as good as any system in baseball. Uh, it's been remarkable what Brian Cashman and his staff have been able to do in overhauling the farm system. Uh, there's more on the way. And, and here's one way of putting it. Jonathan Mayo, who is uh, MLB.com's prospect guru, uh, says, yes, those two guys were in Pittsburgh's top 30. They don't crack the Yankees' top 30. And I think that tells you a lot about how good the Yankees' farm system has been, how good what's coming up the pipeline is going to be. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of promise coming through this farm system, and I think that uh, in a year or two we're going to look back and at, say at the deadline when the Yankees traded away Andrew Miller and Aroldis Chapman and Carlos Beltran and Ivan Nova and say, wow, that, that was really a key pivotal moment for the franchise. And, and regardless of what happens the rest of this year, whether they can stay in the race or not, I think that 2016 will be a year where we look back and say that was a year that set up the things to come. And, um, you know, it, Prospects are suspects until they make it, for sure, but you're already starting to see some of the crop coming up, and I think there's going to be more to come in 2017 and beyond. And, hey, we're sitting here on the cusp of September, and the Yankees very much still alive in a race for October. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.